Grand Mixer DST. The DST stood for Delancey Street, a street that D used to hang out on growing up. Later he changed his name to DXT, and the X represents change. DST was always a musician, and he's a drummer before he even heard hip-hop. He was influenced to start spinning in 1975 after witnessing his hero, Cool Herc. He even started a group called the Baby Herculoids after Cool Herc's group, the Herculoids. DST got a gig at the Roxy, the world-famous club in New York City. They began a no-skate night, and it became an international affair with DST on the wheels of steel. This drew crowds from France and all around the world. Visitors from Paris at the Roxy witnessed Grand Mixer DST on the wheels and offered him a tour and record deal. This was the first ever hip-hop tour and included the Rocksteady crew, Africa Bambata, Futura 2000, Donda, Fab Five Freddy, the Infinity Four MCs, the Double Dutch Girls, and Phase Two. The Infinity Four MCs would later become the Infinity Rappers and they were the MCs for Grand Mixer DST. Raheem, who would later become a member of Breakout and Baron's Funky Four and the Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, was loosely affiliated with the Infinity Four MCs. In fact, he was going to be an MC with that crew at one point. Shaheem from the Infinity Four introduced Raheem to Breakout and he became a member of the Funky Four. The first recording that Grand Mixer DST released was on the Celluloid label, and it was called Grand Mixer DST Cuts It Up. Yeah, so this one is pivotal to me, man. Uh, Grand Mixer DST Cuts It Up. Pivotal for a couple reasons. I mean, back then we bought records based on the um, the record cover. Um, well, first of all, 12 inches really didn't have record covers back then. Whatever label the artist was on, your Sugar Hill Profile, Tommy Boy, whatever, you had a generic cover for every artist. So uh, the celluloid records were kind of, you know, kind of different because they had some kind of artwork on the front and back. Um, so we would buy records based on, if they did have a cover, which was a rarity, or, you know, something about the title of the record, you know, if it had scratching in it, that was definitely a reason to buy it. Or if you saw like a certain name in the credits or, you know, in the writing credits. So what grabbed me about um, this particular record cuts it up, you know, hadn't been but a couple records. This was 82, you know, a couple records that had scratching on it. So, you know, he had turntables in the back. So I'm figuring, you know, it's going to be some scratching on it. And it's called DST Cuts It Up. So, you know, I bought it on the strength of that. So, uh, and it might've been the first celluloid record that I bought, I'm not, I don't remember, but um, I do recall you know, getting it and being surprised that it was no scratching in it. And uh, when I interviewed uh, DST some years ago, he did tell me that originally it did, but some kind of a mistake at mastering or mixing or whatever, um, deleted that track or whatever and the scratching version did not, uh, was not released, but supposedly it did have scratching originally um, in the record. But um, you know, DST played every instrument on this particular song, and um, it was a high joint back in the days. Um, I didn't know at the time it was based on a song by LTD uh, called "Cutting It Up," which was a popular break. And at the time, I was probably 12 years old. And I just missed LTD's uh, you know original version.
Gene Caracos of Celluloid Records introduced DST to Bill Loswell of Material. DST eventually became a member of Material, producing every record in the Celluloid catalog, with the exception of the Escapades of Futura 2000 by the graffiti artist Futura 2000. That record was produced by The Clash. Bill Loswell introduced DST to Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock came to the Roxy to see DST do his thing and in Nexus history. Overwhelming success of Rocket prompted the record company to get DST to perform a mega mix featuring music from Herbie Hancock's Future Shock album. Mega mixes were hot in the streets because this was the first time that a mega mix was released on a major label. This was another overwhelming success which caused Celluloid Records to release a mega mix part two called Why Is It Fresh? This mega mix would feature things from the Celluloid catalog. DST would go on to release Crazy Cuts, another critically acclaimed single. Also the home of hip-hop in 1985, which at the time was a controversial record. DST and Infinity beat KRS-One to the punch by a couple of years, proclaiming that the Bronx was the home of hip-hop. DST also produced, performed on, and remade The Meme Machine by The Last Poets. Other recordings worth noting or Rock the House in Japan, which was on Epic Records, and also collaborations with Public Enemy on Night of the Living Bassheads. Also found it interesting that uh, you know DXT was telling me that um, originally Beat Street, you know, most of it was based around him. Um, you know, if you look at the Roxy scene, you know, um, he said that's all based around him. You know, the way the DJ was dressed and everything. You know, he said that was that was his life. And if you look at the early uh, posters and advertisements for Beat Street, it's like a silhouette, like a b-boy silhouette. And it's an actual silhouette from um, from this record. 